So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Big news from Sports Keto Wrestling right now. Get into the comments below. Sound off. What do you think? What is CM Punk's next move following the fallout from Brawlout? We have some big updates here. Hey everybody, hit that thumbs up button. It's Kev Kellum. Here we are. It is Sports Keto Wrestling. I am live with you, getting all of your comments and the latest wrestling news on one of the biggest wrestling stories of the year. The unfortunate uh, situation backstage with AEW, CM Punk, Kenny Omega, and the Elite. Now, it appears the Elite are back. It appears that this investigation into that big fight Labor Day weekend after AEW All Out, when Punk won the World Championship, got injured in a match with John Moxley and the Elite, won the trios championship, and then they all got stripped of their titles. You've heard the story, all right? So if you're here, you've likely heard that story. Watch out. What's up? I want to hear your take. Uh, don't forget to support the channel, by the way, hitting those like buttons and get in the comments below. Let me get on screen with you guys here uh, as I'm a solo show uh, for the past couple of months. Love to have a co-host, but let's get you my co-host. You, you right there right now. I want to hear your take on this. So we got a little bit of an update here. A meeting of the minds in wrestling media. Tip of the cap to old Nick Houseman. The man who has the wrestling news, the news that'll leave a bruise from Wrestling Inc. He had a big story, broke a lot of different things in this story last week about punk side of things. And this was not from punk himself, but from people very close to the situation, from as I understand it. And it appeared, you know, his dog was injured in the fight, the investigation, some questions related to the transparency of this investigation because someone in the room who saw the fight who's independent of both parties, you know, Mary Day Steele, guy who was fired in this whole thing, um, was not asked about it. And that was confirmed by Dave Meltzer. So Dave Meltzer, Nick Houseman, reading, uh, meeting on a recent episode of Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Definitely go check it out. Let's check on my phone for any updates on this. Uh, and I can tell you, it's a very compelling uh, s- scenario here laid out with a lot of different sites. Obviously, a lot of what you hear from Meltzer, he'll report. It tends to come from the uh, elite side of things. And there was a lot of conflict with them saying that that is indeed uh, not a chance that you're going to see him in AEW. That doesn't seem likely. That's what I gather from the conversation. Uh, but what is CM Punk's future? Sound off. I want to know what you watching right now think his future is going to be. He is injured. He has a torn tricep. That is the second major injury and uh, surgery requiring injury he's had in the last, you know, year, year and a half. One that cost him a world title run. Is he going to do anything else in WWE? Is he going to get this big buyout? What's going to happen with him? This is a huge thing here. So sound off in the comments below and give us a follow on the apps you see there on the screen. Uh, Would love to hear your take on all of this and get on screen with this here. Uh, Donna Marie, how you doing? Tuesday talk for you. Uh, Nick, with this question here, will he return to to WWE? That's a big question here. Um, 
it's worth noting, you know, his exit from WWE was a pretty nasty one, and that one involved a legal lawsuit and all these different things that are well, well documented. A lot of stuff he said about Triple H, it's pretty nasty. Now, Triple H, though, is in a completely different position. He's the head of the WWE. Vince McMahon's out the window. If Triple H really wants to move the needle and he can get CM Punk to do a match, I kind of think it's a... The more I think about it, even if people say, oh, you're a sellout, you're doing this, is that the way you want to end your career? Is it a great way to end your career to win a world title and then be stripped of it for a, a fight that started off a bunch of things you said at a media scrum? Because that's what that's way it ended in your hometown in Chicago. Or do you want to go and do something in WWE? And it doesn't seem like AEW wants him to be able to leap right into WWE, even if he's healthy to do so. Because, you know, this buyout that's still being negotiated reportedly could pay him out really, really well. And would he even want to wrestle again? And the word from Nick House, mind you speculating on the situation, just from people he knows him, this is not CM Punk saying this, by the way, is that he may not have to wrestle again. May not want to deal with it. So what do you think? I want to know what you think. I want your reactions. I want your likes. I want your comments and all those different things. A lot to get into on this whole thing. I know I'm broadcasting you guys a little bit earlier today just to accommodate all the different things we do have a big news roundup dropping today on our on our feed on the facebook so definitely keep an eye out for that make sure you turn your notifications on so you get all of our new videos when they drop by the way uh i'm hearing from a lot of different fans about this all the time and i want to hear from you uh and sound off it on screen yeah Uh, so um my thing is watching this scenario being in chicago following wrestling uh, knowing some people that have worked with him and all these different things is uh, I want to say I know based based on some of those things I do know, but I don't know. There's still so much about this that we don't know. That's, there's some things that are reported. There's a lot of questions that have been unanswered. There are uh, narratives from both sides that serve both different masters, but both those sides are not happy with the narratives that are out there. And also, it's also worth noting, there is no official statement from AEW about this. They've ran a promo telling you, you know, alluding to something with the Young Bucks and Kenny and Thanos snap and they were backstage and, you know, what's going to happen there? But if you're going to tell them, hey, you got to get out of here, now let's put a non-compete on you. Let's give you a bunch of money so you just go away, but you don't go to WWE. My thing is for AEW, you want them out there so much. How long is that non-compete going to last? This is a guy in his mid-40s. If you're going to try and lock him into a non-compete that basically you know, takes away the next few years, is it worth it for him if he really wants to compete, if he wants to prove he can do this um, and, and take those physical risks and go through all that stress? I don't know. There's still so much about this we don't know, and there's still so much I think people don't want known, and they don't want to share, and they don't feel they need to share it. So uh, let me know what you guys think here. Uh, people signing in. Jim Thorne. Uh, Punk should retire. Can't hang with the young dudes and don't miss him. Uh, I, I completely disagree with that. I don't know if he needs to retire physically. I know some people say, oh, well, he botched uh, a springboard uh, clothesline. So yeah, stop it. Stop it. All of those same people did are, are not applying a lot of matches he had with young guys like MJF. Great matches. Had great matches with them. Darby Allen had great matches with him. Uh, is he a little bit slower? Sure, he's in his mid-40s, but that's fine. Undertaker was slower in his 40s. He still had some of the best matches he ever had then. I think that ageist approach to someone's wrestling career 
when so many of the best wrestlers and most successful ones had that post 35, had that post 40, uh, is preposterous. It's it's a really, really isolated and very much biased take to, to put out there. And I'm not, that isn't me defending Punk. That's me defending the idea of someone who's been through a lot of injuries can still have a great wrestling career. Brian Danielson, Edge, uh, you can name a lot of different people that did that. Um, but is it something he wants to do? That doesn't mean for me to determine. Obviously, we're speculating on it right now, and I want to know what you think. Now, you think you just don't want to see him. You're, you're done with him. Donna, the sweet peach down there in the South. How you doing, sweetheart? She says, wonder how the other WWE superstars would feel if he comes back. You know, that's a great thing to think. But I also think this is a very different WWE. The, the, you know, A lot of the same people that um, in that locker room may be like, yeah, this is great. I, I don't have those issues with him or they don't want those issues. And some people saying, oh, he would be a real problem there. Uh, you know, he'd be a real, real problem for us. Uh, if he comes to WWE, where does he fit in? I think that's another thing is WWE's maybe a few months ago, this would have been an easier play. Triple H just takes over, but the timing just doesn't lay out with what they have going on. There's a lot of competition by people coming back for TV time. What about the people you stored and kept there? What about Kevin Owens? You had a, you know, there was a report this week. They pushed back his program. He was supposed to go up against Roman Reigns again. And, well, this thing with uh, Sami Zayn is doing so well. We got to keep riding that. And it was. And, and fans are reacting to it. So there has to be pivoting. You have to pivot around certain circumstances and listen to your audience. Would your audience respond to a CM Punk return? The pop for CM Punk in WWE would be massive. Hypothetical. He comes out at Royal Rumble. Huge, huge reaction. Is that going to happen? I really, really can't tell you that. Uh, but I can I can see the hypotheticals popping up in my head. Want to get to more people here. Um, Barbara with a comment here. If I were Tony, I believe you're talking about Tony Khan. I'll have some people talk about wrestling billionaires in uh, first person. Uh, if I were Tony, he'd be sitting at home waiting out his entire contract but i'm petty like that so you're really that angry with him barbara you're really that resentful of him for what he did uh and you're really taking the side of it my thing is i think the narrative that's out there is just the the, the overarching one is that it's punk's fault right and he certainly said everything on camera i, I mean I, I know people that were in the room when he said all that stuff and he let everyone up and he left the room and he was like i'm okay with it i said it come and have a conversation with me now, someone come and had a conversation with him, and the debate is: Did that people? Did those people start a fight with him? Did he feel like he had to defend himself physically? Blah 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 blah. There's still so much we don't know about that, tied to such a short period of time. And I think there's a lot of things that, as I mentioned, people don't want us to know, and that's fair. That's fine. We don't need to know everything. And I'm in the business of wanting to know. I'm, a, I'm in the business of curiosity and anticipation. Uh, Charlotte Russell, how you doing, Charlotte? Good afternoon. Watch out, watch out, watch out. Have you heard of the NXT releases today? Or uh, was I misinformed? Charlotte, no, those are legitimate NXT releases. Those are people, I think, on the NXT level up tier. Uh, you will see more of these occurring uh, about every, I want to say, six to eight months is the expected word that I've heard from people in Florida close to the system. And, and those are evaluations that WWE is going to keep doing to keep the churn of their you know, performance system. A lot of those same people you may have only seen glimpses of on WWE NXT on USA Network and the NXT Level Up show, which is like the B, the B level show for NXT as well, which is also filmed at the Performance Center. 
Um, and some of these talents are very, very young. One of those talents released was 19 years old. That doesn't mean that those people don't have another shot at WWE in the future. There's many, many people that go through the WWE system, come out of it, go wrestle, learn a new hold, as they say, and come on back. And sometimes the experience of being in WWE's system there, you kind of have to be at a certain level uh, getting there. And maybe some people need to learn that outside of WWE. That, that doesn't mean discrediting them or making any judgment or supporting WWE. That's me. From what I hear from people that have competed in it and fought for spots in it and have worked and have seen it up close, it is a very competitive system to even get time in NXT is very, very hard. And you're doing that with some very, very fresh talents who maybe don't have a lot of legs or experience on them in pro wrestling, but maybe have it in theater or uh, professional sports or collegiate sports. So there is a physical competitive, you know, competitive format for them to follow to get to that uh, next level. So sometimes it works out. It's competition, right? It's competition. Jesse Hyde. Uh, getting back to the punk uh, thing here. New Japan, Noah, ready to open the door to swing WWE November 5th. First day of 2023 will be interesting. Yes, Jesse. I, I, I'm also following that story. You can check out my video from yesterday about Shinsuke Nakamura opening WWE's Forbidden Door and Carl Anderson possibly doing that as well. Is he working some people? Check out my video on that. It's also on our Facebook watch page. If you're watching us on Facebook, you likely follow us there. So we definitely go watch that video as well. So uh, what's going on with Punk? What is his next move? What is he going to do? I want to know what you guys think. I want to get more of your takes on screen. Continue to hit the like buttons. The bosses uh, at Sports Kita really love that. So treat Kev Kita good to you. Sports Kivia. <laughs> we're trying to get more uh my name worked into things uh bongani i love that name bongani says punk's going to wwe that's what he thinks happening a lot of people uh, have said that that they think that's the, the way for him to go and it would be a big big thing for him to do but look at it look at the way wwe for example treated cody rhodes cody coming back he came back the way he wanted to look he came back with the music he had in AEW with the logo, everything treated like a big world-changing superstar. And the next night, saying the overarching goal is that WWE championship. And then you're having these, you know, classic matches with Seth Rollins. I think some of the best pro wrestling matches on television across the board this year have been Cody and Seth. He's on the he's on the mend. I was at Hell in a Cell. I saw it. It was brutal. He tore that peck really bad. But hey, him coming back, that's a big deal. Now, if WWE can do that with CM Punk, wow. A lot of new options for Punk to dance with here. A different Seth Rollins he could get in there. Cody Rhodes. Yeah. A lot of options. There's a lot of possibilities. Now, is this something that Punk wants to do after a torn tricep, serious foot injury, all the other problems? And he has inroads. In Hollywood, this guy did a TV show with heels, with Stephen Amell on Stars. He did a film, Girl in the, Girl, Girl in the Third Floor, I believe is the, the name of it. I have it I have it in my Netflix queue. I still have to watch it. Uh, you know, this guy enjoys acting. He enjoys being creative. He's, I think he he's not a guy who's solely tied to pro wrestling and can do other things. Does he even want it? What do you think? What do you want? What do you want? I would love to hear your takes on all these different things. Uh, more people chiming in here. People on the uh, anti-punk camp still saying he should retire. They're not feeling it. 
Um, some people say, oh, I'd love to see him go to Impact. I don't know about that. Can Impact afford a guy like CM Punk? The really, the the only real territory, I think, in terms of wrestling territory. Company that could afford him is WWE in terms of paying him what he wants. Now, if he wants to go do one big match, maybe New Japan has that, but they've had a very tough go of it with the pandemic. So who knows? But to me, it, if you're going to do it again and you want to only go back for one more run and really tie things up and tie up the loose ends and and end your career on your terms, it's WWE. Do you want your last memory as a pro wrestling superstar to be that press conference, that fight? Because I know you can legitimately say your last match is you winning the world title in your hometown, and then you have an injury, and you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. That's okay, too. Nothing wrong with that. But the perception of the audience is not, oh, you won your world title. It's this nasty press conference, this nasty fight backstage, all of the fallout from that. And that's unfortunate, but that's true. That is the perception that is out there. And perception becomes reality. Um, Stephen Chambers. He wants Punk versus Kenta. Battle of the GTS. You want to hear a fun Kenta story? This is one kind of story. I can tell you the story. So this is um, 2006. It's a long, long time ago. Uh, and I'm doing a wrestling podcast. This is how long I've been around wrestling media. It was called Rumble Radio. And we were based in the greater Chicagoland area. And Ring of Honor gave us a lot of access to talent. And sometimes would invite us to a post-show party. That was at, I believe it was called Rosalita's and the Frontier Field House had this pizzeria just about like two blocks away. You could walk to it. And they have this nice party room in the back. And, and it was WrestleMania weekend, WrestleMania 22. And for the first time, Ring of Honor was smart and said, Hey, we're going to piggyback on that weekend. We know there's a bunch of wrestling fans in town who are in town the Friday and Saturday beforehand. Just like they're going to go to a Hall of Fame. Like, you know, that's when that stuff kind of started, when WrestleMania weekend became like every territory comes so they're there and they have a lot of talent including talent from japan that had never been there before and one of the names that was there was kenta wrestled in wwe has a deo tommy and had the gts which was his move and he started using it sometime before punk did but then punk got it and a lot of people will apply it to punk they go to sleep so um we're watching and the TV and there's wrestling on. And it's like, we've already watched wrestling. Everyone's goofing that there's wrestling on the TV. And why do we need even more wrestling? We just watched this huge live show and there's a bunch of wrestlers there and there's wrestlers from Japan and, and, and wrestlers speaking in Spanish from Mexico. So there's just this wonderful vibe, but everyone, even, even if you can't speak the same language, just kind of goofing about there being wrestling on television. And I don't know if punk popped up on the TV, but I remember being right next to Kenta and and him joking, just joking. This was a joke, by the way. Uh, him joking. This is 2006. Uh, and someone saying, ah, Kenta, GTS. Uh, like, they, 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 Punk popped up on the screen or something like that. And he goes, mm, CM Punk, asshole. <laughs> and then that's all he said. And, and I, no one actually believed that he actually, that that, that was his intention or what he meant. Um, but the fact that you brought that up immediately made me think of that. I've never forgot that. And I always thought that was, you know, as a marky little fan, right? Just getting in wrestling media at the time. I had hair and kept it called CM Punk an asshole at a pizzeria. What a life. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. Ridiculous things are, are happening there. So Stephen Chambers with it happen. Benjamin also saying maybe CM Punk should consider retirement, all those different things. You know, it's for him to consider. Uh, and it's for, you know, just like with the Ric Flair situation and, and him coming back on the page. You know, a lot of people had a lot of issues with that match. I was at that show. I I think I I wouldn't mind CM Punk having some big matches in WWE and then calling it a career. Think about it. Punk back in WWE. If you can't get The Rock to do this match with Roman Reigns, but you can get CM Punk, <laughs> oh, don't tell me you wouldn't be interested. Don't tell me you wouldn't want to watch, even if you don't like Punk. You'd still want to watch it. And if you don't like him, then you're watching it. They got you. You're hooked, you know? Uh, and it's part of it is he care. Um, here we go. Great comment here. Thank you so much, uh, Charlotte, once again. Truthfully, the only person that knows where he wants to go is Punk. Do you know how his relationship is with Hunter? Well, I, I, I don't know specifically beyond what has been said publicly, uh, but let me update you on that before I wrap this show up here. Um, I can say, uh, everything that CM Punk said in those interviews about now over 10 years ago, it feels like, you know, about eight years ago, right? All right, 2014. So he has that nasty split with WWE. And a lot more of the ire and resentment he shared was in the direction of Triple H, who is in a authority role in the executive wing of WWE, but he's not where he is now as the head of creative and the head of talent relations. But... This is a WWE that doesn't have John Laurinaitis, which is someone else that Punk did not like working with and expressed that. This is a WWE that doesn't have Vince McMahon. And, you know, Punk shared good things about Vince and bad things. Um, but, you know, two of those guys in that scenario are not there. The one he definitely doesn't like is Triple H, who's there. But this is a different time. And Vince McMahon proved this as the top promoter in wrestling, is that he had bad relationships with people, but understood business. He did it with Bischoff. He did it with Hulk Hogan. He did it with Bret Hart. He did it with Bruno Sammartino. There's a lot. I mean, those are four huge names of people that said very awful things. Ultimate Warrior, uh, who said very awful things, went to court against the WWE. Brock Lesnar went to court against the WWE. And that's a lot of big names. And all of them came back and all of them did business with WWE. And that was under Vince. Now, everyone that's come back to WWE in the past few months under Triple H's regime, they're all people that Triple H had a good working relationship from what we can tell and what's been published and what's reported and what's noted. Now, can he go through the business forbidden door? That is CM Punk. The word in the summer is that some people said, no, he's not into the ideas. He's taking it over. It's not a possibility. This guy's locked up in AEW, not, not feeling it. Then we even hear the someone in his circle a few weeks ago was like, hard no. Hard no. Then WrestleVotes reports last week that his stance has softened. Doesn't mean he's going to be there. Doesn't mean he can be there. Doesn't mean he wants to be there. I have to say all those things before the clickbait comes to us, right? Oh, the precious sweet clickbait nourishing from the internet tree whatever yeah uh brush it off thank you guys so much for watching you watched all of this you watched this long then hit the like button if you're here right now hit the link or you stink share it you can follow me on the twitter machine at kev kellum 
I'm doing a lot of stuff in the world of comedy, including Roast Battle Chicago. We have a big show. You can check out all the clips and different things like that. I have a podcast with them. And we have a whole bunch of new stuff up on the Sports Keto Wrestling podcast feed. A new episode of Vince Russo reviewing Monday Night Raw. He says some things about Monday Night Raw that are wild. But hey, this guy booked WWE, so he's got to know a whole lot. And we have new content coming from Dutch Mantel this week. His take on this whole CM Punk scenario. That is up on our podcast feed. All of it up on our YouTube as well. Go ahead and subscribe. Thank you guys so much. I see some very faithful watchers as well saying what we always say at the end of the show. Enjoy wrestling, folks. Enjoy Spain's sports. Acknowledge, Kevin. I'm acknowledged. Thank you so much, Stephen, from the Elimination Chambers. What a sweetheart. I'm, I'm, I'm being acknowledged now. We're getting a little oozy up in here. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, guys. Remember, when watching wrestling, enjoy wrestling. Watch out, watch out, watch out.